Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I'm thankful for you joining in here and listening as we are continuing into week two with Noel Anderson from our Southwest campus here on the podcast. Uh, before we hop in here, just something that we have here at FCC that's coming up. Uh, you all know, or you should know, be familiar with that we go through what we call the HEAR reading method here on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Highlight, explain, apply, respond. That's kind of what we go through over and over and over again, wanting to model for you what it's like to practice that. However, uh, this upcoming weekend at each of our campuses, we have a HEAR reading method class where we're going to go deeper into each aspect of it, uh, looking a little bit more at different questions and intricacies of each part of the, the method. So if you want, uh, on, in the show notes, you can just scroll down and you'll find the registration link to register for that class. And if you're not here in the Roanoke Valley uh, and you're somewhere else, hey, I'm going to put my email address there and I would love to maybe Zoom with with you, whatever it would be to help you if you're interested in, hey, I want to find out how to read God's Word a little more using this method. I would love to help you in that. So once again, you have the registration link there for the HEAR reading method at each of our campuses. So Noel, before we hop in here to Mark chapter 15, uh, for people to get to know you a little bit more in this realm, uh, what is uh, a unique habit that you have? Yeah, so um, this is a really hard question because I think we don't realize the habits we have are different because it's just we're so used to them um but when your husband makes fun of you then i guess that, that that's, a, that's a sign um so i'd say one of mine is related to germs and it's mm. honestly largely since covid um but if someone sneezes i hold my breath <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm in the, in the car, I have to open the windows. Like, I just I just have to open them. Um, and then I wash my hands. Anytime I'm, I'm in public, when I get home, I wash my hands the first thing. And so that's just some, some like habits that I've developed really since COVID. Yeah, there's some things I think that uh, when we look previous to COVID, it's like, Oh, uh, yeah, I'm glad that that has happened because yeah. that has helped our, our – so like one of the things I've always since COVID have thought uh, was like in restaurants when you had like the communal salt, pepper, and yes. the ketchup. Like, Yeah, it is like <laughs> what other hands have been on that and where have those hands been? I probably don't want to know. I know. <laughs> All these things we think about now. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. Uh, I love it. Uh, we, we're better for it. That is for sure. <laughs> All right. As we look in here at Mark chapter 15, kind of beginning to wrap up this book here, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit illuminated? that you highlighted and wrote down. Yeah, so it was kind of, honestly, a long passage. (laughs) Um, I just couldn't disconnect the the verses. Mm -hmm. Um, So for the most part, uh, Mark 15, 25 to 27, and then 29 to 32. And it says, And it was the third hour when they crucified him. And the inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left, And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. So also the chief priest with the scribes mocked him uh, to one another, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the 
King of Israel, come down now from the cross, that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also reviled him. Mm. Yeah, this is a uh, very vivid yeah. text here. You see what's what's going on here. So explain this text, what's happening here. Yeah, so, um, so Jesus, he didn't come as the Jewish people expected. Mm. Many had thought the Messiah would be this great political leader um, and overthrow the Romans. They didn't didn't think the Messiah would uh, convict them of their sins mm. and bring peace to their hearts. They they didn't think that the Messiah would also save other nations, especially ones that they detested, like mm. the Samaritans. And so. When Jesus did those unexpected things, eventually the leaders sought, um, they tried to find a way to crucify him. And in doing so, it looked like they had destroyed this supposed heretical following. Um, if you can imagine how Jesus appeared, I mean, he would have appeared so helpless. He didn't even speak up when authorities had asked him about like his convictions and um when he was being tortured and hung on the cross, he, he didn't really say anything. And yet we know that he willingly allowed that to happen. So how much strength does someone have to have to willingly choose to go through all that? Um, and in silence, yeah. you know, but, but he did and he did that for us. Mm. And then um, even as people mocked him because of, his appearance of weakness, he, he didn't defend his position because he knew the truth. He knew that he was the Father's plan to save the world. He knew he was the Father's plan to save the world. Yeah, I, I, when you see this, it's just so much like I think when you understand like how it would have looked, it just is so beautiful and like we oftentimes see the cross as like you know way up in the air, and it was like no, it was actually just his feet would have been a few inches mm. off the ground mm. and for them to say like just just step down like mm. like it's just just a couple inches can't you just do it's no. like satan mocking him yeah like yeah. no you can't do that and even like the as the it says as the chief priests and the scribes come by and it says it earlier that was in the third hour which would have been around 9 a.m which would have been right after they would have made a sacrifice in the temple they would have just have killed a lamb and left from that sacrifice to walking by the mm. true lamb of god just oh, so so beautiful things there, and I think as you're walking through that, Jesus's willingness of submitting himself over, and I think because we know Christ's character leading up to it, like I, I imagine him looking at these people with such compassion, mm -hmm. like these are the people who are mocking him, spitting his mm -hmm. face, calling him, like all these things, but yet like he just has compassion on them and loves like the reason why he's on the cross right. is because right. he loves them, and it's like ah. Oh. So just so so beautiful there. So in that, what were some points of application you think from this text for Christians to apply in their life? Yeah. So I have a, a big picture. Um, you know, God says that there's going to be times when we're persecuted, and depending on where you are in the world, um, you're experiencing that to a more or less degree. Mm -hmm. And I think the application in here is when we are mocked or persecuted, we don't always need to respond. Um, there are times when silence is a bigger testimony. So the persecution may feel like, you know, God is um, asking you to stand up for him and whatnot, but you really need to 
to pray and ask God what is his will. Um, He might have a bigger plan and a bigger picture than what you can see. And sometimes silence is the best response. Yeah, yeah, thank you for making a lot of those connections for us, Noel. What did the Holy Spirit call you personally to in response to this text? Yeah, so um, and regarding the application, I've been in situations like that, and um, I just I need to seek God's response and not my fleshly response mm-hmm. uh, when persecution and, and mocking happens. You know, I can't allow my emotions to control my actions. Uh, but just need to seek seek God on how how to proceed. Good. Thank you for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday podcast.